Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202's Big Idea for Friday, August 18th. Today's big idea? Donald Trump's embrace of Confederate statues as a new wedge issue underscores Steve Bannon's enduring influence. Reports of Bannon's death are greatly exaggerated. President Trump's wholehearted embrace of Confederate monuments yesterday underscores just how much juice the White House's chief strategist still has. Bannon has definitely been in the doghouse of late, and Trump resents how much credit he's gotten for his victory last November. But even if he loses his government job, which is still a possibility, though less of a possibility than it was at the start of this week, the former chairman of Breitbart News' brand of populism and his scorched earth tactics will continue to heavily influence Trump's approach to governing. Trump's sudden decision to become the leading cheerleader in the country for preserving Confederate memorials is a strategic political maneuver designed to change the terms of the post-Charlottesville conversation. There's vastly more public support, especially among Republicans, for preserving monuments than for the false moral equivalencies Trump espoused earlier this week. Frankly, it's also a welcome distraction from the failure to follow through on Trump's biggest campaign promises, and the mounting Russia investigations. Bannon welcomes a fight with Democrats over Confederate monuments because he sees that as a fight Trump can win. One of the reasons Trump's move is so cynical, though, is that until very recently, he held another position. In 2015, Trump endorsed Nikki Haley, then the governor of South Carolina, when she decided to remove a Confederate flag from the South Carolina State House after that horrible shooting in Charleston. I would take it down, Trump said. I think they should put it in a museum and respect whatever it is you have to respect. But Trump has benefited every time he's played the identity politics card. Wedge issues have worked for him. Meanwhile, as the political machinations continue, more statues are coming down. Workers dismantled a 145-year-old statue of Supreme Court Justice Roger Taney outside the Maryland State House shortly after midnight on Friday. Maryland Governor Larry Hogan, a Republican, said his revulsion at what happened in Charlottesville prompted him to change his mind about the Taney statue and push for its removal. Just a few months ago, Hogan said he wasn't going to relent because that would be political correctness run amok. Taney was the chief justice of the Supreme Court who defended slavery in the court's notorious 1857 Dred Scott decision. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, terror strikes Barcelona. One of Europe's top tourist destinations shuddered under coordinated terrorist attacks when a van drove down Barcelona's iconic Las Ramblas Promenade, killing at least 13. Several hours later, police shot dead five men in a car that also was attacking pedestrians just outside the city. The Islamic State claimed responsibility for both attacks. This is the worst terrorist incident in Spain in more than a decade. Number two. Trump's battle with Senate Republicans continues to heat up. Bob Corker, who's the Republican chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, yesterday went so far as to question Trump's fundamental fitness for the job of president. He said, quote, the president has not yet been able to demonstrate the stability nor some of the competence that he needs to demonstrate in order to be successful. That comment, which was very deliberate and carefully worded, came a few hours after Trump attacked two of Corker's colleagues on Twitter. The president went after Jeff Flake, a Republican from Arizona who recently wrote a negative book about the president, and Lindsey Graham, the Republican from South Carolina, who's been pretty openly critical of Trump this whole time. Trump called Graham a publicity seeker, and he said Flake's toxic. He even endorsed a Republican primary challenger to Flake. Number three, 
The Charlottesville controversy is starting to hurt Trump's bottom line. Three big groups canceled fundraising galas that they had planned for Trump's Mar-a-Lago club in Palm Beach yesterday. To top it all off, the head of the Palm Beach Chamber of Commerce, a group that Mar-a-Lago is actually a member of, called the club, quote, morally reprehensible and said she expects several more charities to defect. The glitter, the shine has gone from the club, she said, and I can't help but think there will be much more fallout from it. And that is The Daily 202 for Friday, August 18th. You can read more at WashingtonPost.com slash Daily 202. I'm James Holman. Have a good weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday.